Welcome to the Divine Joy Circle with your host, Tina Van Leuven. This podcast is for soul-inspired entrepreneurs who find it challenging to create and maintain their ideal work-life balance. Listen in and experience how you can let joy be your guide to creating money, miracles, and true wealth in all aspects of your life and business. Hi, I'm Tina, and thanks for taking time out of your busy day to join me here inside the Divine Joy Circle for today's episode as we'll be talking about what are your guilty pleasures. I was having a really interesting conversation in our Facebook the other day, and by the way, if you haven't joined the Divine Joy Circle for Soul Inspired Entrepreneurs Facebook group, then hop on over and come and join us. A great conversation is happening there. And this is one of them. I was asking everyone, you know, have you ever set an intention and felt really committed to your intention manifesting? And then when reality sets in as to what this will actually require of you, that you find yourself shrinking back and resistance creeps in and you find yourself procrastinating, even if the required action steps are something that you actually really enjoy. And it may seem odd as to own way. Well, whenever you commit to expanding any area of your life or business, it calls for expansion of consciousness, which means that everything which is simply not resonant with the new intention has to go. That's also known as sabotaging yourself, you know, not doing what you said you would do or what you know you need to do or not do and so on, right? Well, when you realize that this is simply a matter of bringing into light what may have been hidden from your awareness before, and you give yourself permission to take the time you require to let all of you come into alignment, then magical happens. You have just given yourself permission to be who you are, as you are, where you are. The judgments drop and you stop shooting on yourself as you release the rules that you had agreed to live by. You know those rules, the ones that say that what's required for you to be successful, to be healthy, to be spiritual, to be fill in the blank with whatever your intention was or is. And I had just discovered how I had unwillingly set myself up to dim my light right after engaging in any activity that would increase my vibration, radiance, my joy. You know, I absolutely love Kundalini Yoga. It's in fact starting on a 40-day Kundalini Yoga challenge that ignited the inspiration for the 40-day journeys that I've created over the last few years. And, you know, I love Kundalini Yoga. I love that it combines breath, sound, movement, meditation. I love that it can be done on my own or in a group. And I love how the sequences make me feel so alive and radiant and light. And I also really love having bodywork done, you know, and I have regular massages, acupuncture, other modalities. And to go, I started noticing that right after having done a yoga class or having had a treatment, that I would often really crave something sweet or salty. You know, it just made no sense to me. So I just gave into it knowing that it would pass, and it always did, but it just was odd. 
Now here I just had this amazing experience of feeling the energy increase in my body and just feeling vibrantly alive and light and delicious after yoga class or feeling completely relaxed and nurtured after having a wonderful body treatment. And then the cravings would kick in. The day it dawned on me that what had been happening was that the moment that my body received support with increasing the flow of prana or chi or life force, whatever you want to call it, then bam, an aspect of me thought it was keeping me safe at that lower vibration would do whatever it could to have my energy balance out again. So hence the cravings would kick in. And since I had quite a few deep clearing experience over the last few months, of really old fears around being visible and expressing myself beyond my comfort zone, it is no longer necessary to dim my light to be safe. And voila, new moon came around. All of a sudden I felt an irresistible urge to start Kundalini Yoga again. And guess what? No more cravings afterwards that used to zap my energy before. I had also brought to light you know, a bunch of rules that I'd somehow agree to that stated what is required of me to embody my brilliance. You know, that kind of reminded me of old monastic vows, religious vows, you know, which basically say that in order to be a devotee of light, one must not enjoy any of the earthly pleasures. You know, if you are a devotee of light, then money is almost blasphemy. You know, talking about money and wanting money is like talking dirty. Um, and I'm sure that you have your variations of this as well. You know, there may be certain things that are just supposedly not okay according to these rules. And so what's interesting there is that I looked, you know, it had placed a crap load of judgments onto whatever we eat, drink, and the ways that we enjoy entertainment and all of that. And it had me wondering, you know, who made up those rules in the first place and why did I ever buy into them? You know, and I'm not saying that it's not beneficial to your well-being to consume food that enhance vitality. Absolutely. But is it required? Well, maybe, maybe not. And is it beneficial to meditate? Sure. But is it necessary to embody your brilliance? Well, maybe, maybe not. You know, without all those rules in place, you are free to choose in each moment, whether or not something enhances your joy or depletes it. This is why I feel in these times that we're in, it is so important to really get in touch with how you feel. How does your body feel? How do you respond to invitation to situations? Do you find yourself feeling light or do you find yourself feeling heavy? You know what may be really beneficial for one person may be detrimental to your well-being in this moment and the other way around. And you may find that something that drains your energy today can really energize you tomorrow. A great example of that is I remember when going through my intensive four-year healing school training that, you know, one of the students there found that actually eating meat and um, having coffee and all kinds of things that, and, and chocolate might label as, oh, you know, you have to kind of limit your intake of those. It actually helped her to ground. And without having those foods, 
then and beverages, then she was actually, you know, off with the fairies. She really needed that energy of that particular food at that particular time to help integrate the energy into her body. And for someone else, it may actually be really uh, slowing your vibration down and be not in, uh, supporting you at all. So if you strip all the judgments off all these rules, then what? Then you're free to choose in each moment, right? Actually supports you or not. And without all those rules in place, it strips all the guilt off whatever you might consume or engage in. Which brings us to the topic of what are your guilty pleasures? You know, isn't it interesting how society has called many of the things that we might secretly enjoy our guilty pleasures? You know, if you like eating chocolate, then enjoy every bite, savor the taste, and be fully present as you choose to eat it and to enjoy it. If you enjoy watching a drama or comedy series on TV, then enjoy it for the sheer If you ditch the guilt, then what? You know, much of cultural conditioning has also taken care of placing guilt on really enjoying pleasure in life. You know, so whether that is enjoying the pleasure of your body, whether that is taking really good care of your body, whether that is enjoying sexual intimacy, whether that is enjoying the touch and caring of a really good massage, for example. You know, oftentimes there's been so much uh, guilt around enjoying pleasure or shame that's been programmed in there that there's a real disconnect. And the thing here is you are disconnected from your pleasure center. It's where your creative juices flow. And unless you allow yourself to really get in touch with that creative aspect of you, that sensual center, you know, allowing yourself to discover what is truly joyful for you, then you'll constantly find yourself conforming and trying to please others and live up to the rules and expectations that others have of you. And as long as that's playing, well, I'm sure you've experienced it. You know, if you're not free to be who you really are, then you're constantly imprisoned and trapped within the limitations that you've actually unconsciously agreed to be limited by. So this whole topic of guilt has been a real hot potato lately. I've discovered in conversations with clients and also discovered aspects within myself coming to the surface that I didn't realize had still been there, where it may get triggered, you know, with certain things, especially things that bring great pleasure and that enhance the ease and the joy and the freedom in life. There are a whole bunch of guilt triggers that may be keeping these programs and limitations locked in place. And when you allow yourself to ditch the guilt, then you set yourself free. Free to and to discover what is most joyful in this moment for you. So that those things that you might now call your secret guilty pleasures can still be secret to you, but mine is the guilt. And if there's any part of you that somehow derives pleasure from feeling guilty, because that may be the rebel in you, and oftentimes that's totally unconscious, you know, if there's any attachment or addiction hidden, stored, activated within your unconscious that likes to keep guilt in place and thereby creating situations where you get to experience that, then just check in. 
you allow yourself to let all of that be cleared and released now and that the energy that's been investing in all the guilt that you've ever experienced or ever bought into is liberated, set free, transformed, energy optimized to support you with expressing your brilliance in the world in ways that uplift you, that are most joyful for you right here, right now, and letting joy be your guide every step of the way. I'd love to hear from you how this topic resonates with you and what may shift for you. If you can relate to any of this, you know, choosing to engage in activities that enhance your vibration, enhance your you feeling really good and then finding that you come up with some destructive habit or pattern to balance out the energy if you like it's like having mixed messages uh, crossed wires in your system you know that somehow there's been a confusion that says healthy is toxic and unhealthy is not if there are any mixed messages within you then imagine letting them be unscrambled and lifting the distortion so that you may experience the truth of what is healthy life enhancing for you and allow yourself to be supported with that on all levels well, i wish you a wonder filled week and until we go forth let joy be your guide to a life and business that are worth waking up for every day many joyful blessings Thanks for listening to the Divine Joy Circle with Tina Van Leuven. Visit innerdelight.com to learn more about Tina's fabulous new Divine Joy Circle membership offering and claim the Money and Miracles treasure chest, including meditations to boost your joy and money mojo.